happy holidays and welcome to a new episode of NY Jets Fans with host Davin Sharman and Chris as we get into week 17, the last week of the season. Playoff starts next, not this week, but next week. Uh, very excited. Um, Jets uh, won against the Steelers in a not so surprising, not so shocking um, game, 16 to 10. Um, I'm going to start off with you, Chris. Uh, well, what's, what's, your, what's your take on, on this win? Uh, well, simply, you know what? I'll take an ugly win over an ugly loss any day, first of all. So um, it wasn't the most uh, – it wasn't the best offensive performance we've seen, but it was just enough to win. I mean, that defense – man, I mean, Greg Williams has done such an amazing job with that defense, considering the injuries they've had with the linebackers and the cornerbacks. Um, just uh, – he's just done an amazing job. I know, you know, you're talking about a – a backup and a third string quarterback they beat this week, but still Pittsburgh came in, you know, eight and six, uh, looking, trying to get into the playoffs. So this is a, a really good team. And, uh, and Greg Williams's defense, man, even at towards the end of the first half, when they brought Re- um, Rudolph in, Rudolph got hot. They scored 10 points on two drives, the long, uh, not long, but 20 something yarder. I think it was at the end of the first half. That was a tough one to give up. Um, but you know what? The second half, man, they, they just completely, completely shut them down. And then they knocked out Rudolph, and they, we got Hodges back, and he's, he's really not that good. But uh, I, I just you got to give credit to the defense, man. I, I just – like I said, Sam Donald didn't have a great game, you know, 183 yards, touchdown, no turnovers, so that's a good thing. Um, we can't say anything about Bell not getting the ball enough. He got 25 carries, so – Nobody could complain about that this week. Um, didn't run for a lot of yards, you know, 72 yards. But uh, I, I just think just Greg Williams, man, every week, he, he puts us in a position to at least give us a shot, you know, to at least – except for maybe, you know, a couple of games where, you know, we just got totally destroyed, like the Baltimore game and even, uh, you know, New England. Other than that, man, he puts us in a position to win every single week. And he, he's just – to me, I, you know, when you talk about the MVP of the team, or I think he's our MVP. He's our most valuable person. He's obviously not a player. <laughs> I think he's our he's our most important person we have on the team, man. He just what he's done with the defense is just amazing. If they gave out a defensive coach of the year, he should get it because he's done such a great job with uh with this team. Yeah, I think I think they do give out uh something about an assistant, uh, assistant of the year, or something. So. Definitely, he would deserve that. Um, it was a whole – this game was a mixed bag. Um, like Chris was pointing out earlier, um, a lot of missed opportunities, a lot of missed throws, but also that spectacular touchdown to Anderson. Mm, beautiful. Yeah, that was quite a throw and catch. Um, but that's what they that, – that's what they're both capable of. Uh you know, sometimes we it's come to the point where we've seen how great the two, uh, both Donald and Anderson, could be together. It's a little streaky where they go on those runs where, you know, they look like a really good tandem. And then they go, and there's times where they just completely go dark. Um, so, so, you know, I still believe that is he, um, that Anderson is a very useful piece. Uh, that the Jets could use in the future. 
Uh, I don't be, I don't uh, agree with a lot of Jets fans that believe that they that we should move on from him. When you have somebody that could do what he does, instead of getting rid of him, I think you need to just add to what what he gives, what he gives you. Um, I, I like I said, complete complete mixed bag. I think I think the run game uh, was uh, the run game was uh, kind of here uh, there, you know. Hit or miss. Uh, I think that 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 eleven yard loss. I think he had at one point. Uh, Bell. I mean, mm-hmm. being tackled behind the line of scrimmage was ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, that definitely he should have just given. Yeah, he should have given up. He should have definitely just given it up uh, when he realized there was nowhere to go instead of trying to rotate all the way across the field. Um, I think that definitely killed the um, his yards for um, for. Uh, run, but um, but otherwise, uh, again, you know, like I said, everybody was not really uh, there was no consistency, and I think that's what the issue is on offense. Um, it hasn't been any consistency on offense. Uh, when they've played well, you could see the offense that we all thought that we, you know, the potential that of what we were going to have in New York here with Gase and, and the pieces that were brought in with Crowder and Anderson, you know, yes. And, and unfortunately with the, with injuries at tight end, it kind of causes an issue, but you know, the offensive line, the same thing, they've had horrible games where they couldn't block and they didn't know who they were supposed to block. And then they had games where they played pretty well. Uh, this game was just a mixture of everything, you know, um, so, so yeah, it's just an epitome that it was kind of like of of the whole season. This game was kind of epitome of the whole season. Uh, uh, on defense, like the I like uh, Chris just said, you know, the um, um, Greg Williams has been the star of the show, man. You know, trying out all kinds of things, and some of it working, some of it is not. Uh, I think this was uh, bless on Austin's worst game uh, when Chris pointed out that last touchdown. At the end of the half, that was on him. Uh, he didn't. Un- he 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 was supposed to be alert there, knowing at the time. I just the as a rookie, you know, I guess kind of lost track of time because that time is when teams like to attack the the end zone. He looked like he looked ill prepared for the situation, and you can't tell me Greg Williams didn't tell you before you got on the field like look for this because right. that's what defensive coordinators do. And he and and you could tell that he um, that he probably was this uh, Greg Williams was disappointed in him because he was benched I think for a while after that, so um, he probably did something he wasn't supposed to do. He didn't listen to something that they pointed out to him before he he went on the field. Um, but man, uh, again, the defense has shown so much promise this year, even without all the injured bodies. Uh, all we need is a true edge. Probably one or two corners added, and uh, our linebackers to come back, man, and we should be fine. You know, we should be fine. But on offense, definitely we need uh, we need a lot of work, <laughs> especially on the line. And you know what? What's frustrating is you see how we started the game. You know, I mean, they scored ten points. You know, within the first quarter, and you thought, oh, all right, you know, this is this is going to be good. You know, but then they just completely just kind of stopped right after that. You know, like you said, him and Anderson get very streaky. You know, he looked great on that drive, and then that was it. I mean, Robbie Anderson finished with two catches. 
and one of them was that great catch. Yeah, that is ridiculous. For a number and, for a guy who's going to get paid as a number one receiver or close to it, you know, he's got to he's got to be more productive than that. The thing the thing about it is, and I haven't watched the all twenty two, so I can't tell. Um, you can't just blame you can't blame a wide receiver for not being able to catch. No, 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 no. I'm and, not. And I'm not no, all. I'm not saying that you are. Um, I'm not. I'm definitely not saying that you are. Um, it's just it just to me this stinks of, oh, this reeks of this whole gay um gay issue with being able to take a concept or one of his concepts that's working and continue and continuing to build off it. Great offensive coordinators. That's what they do. You know, if if a rollout is what teams are looking for, what you could do is use kind of a you know, a fake rollout or, or, or something like that to kind of trap them in, into, you know, in a bad situation and then play off of that and then play off of that, you know, because for every counterpunch, there's another counterpunch. And, and it just never seems that he's, he's, you know, he's that far into a game plan. You know, it right. seems like he just tries a multitude of things and then he kind of, you know, lets the, let the chips fall. And when things are, not, are scripted, exactly the way he feels like it. Like if the defense plays exactly what the, the, the kind of a, a system that he thinks they should, they were going to play against his certain play calls, then it's fine. But when the, once the defense adjusts, it's almost like he had, doesn't, he doesn't have an answer for it or he just goes off on another tangent. You know, it's, it's kind of crazy. And that's my, that's one of my biggest, uh, uh, pet peeves when it comes to uh, Adam Gates, definitely. Well, well, let me ask you guys a question. I'll ask both of you guys. Now, looking at how many times they were targeted, right? Robbie Anderson was targeted four times all That's game. That's ridiculous. Right. So he had two catches on four targets. Jamison Crowder, four, four catches, four. but he was targeted eight times. Yes. Now, when you compare Robbie Anderson, Robbie Anderson was targeted as much as Vincent Smith was. That's ridiculous. Right. And also that's, Le'Veon Bell, four catches, four targets. That's now, ridiculous. Now let, me, now, let me ask you guys this. Do you think if we could go really deep, and I know some fans will agree with, with this, so I know it's a little crazy theory, but do you think they're not targeting him uh, more because he is a free agent and keep his totals down a little bit? And when he goes into free agency, like if he had a really big year, then he could ask for the moon. So now that he's not exactly having a great year, maybe he can. I don't know. Do you think that's part of it? I mean, I I highly doubt that. But go ahead, Devin. I was gonna say, uh, I really don't think so. I think it got something to do with Adam Gaze. Like Adam Gaze is so different week by week. It's like he wants to give Robbie his his opportunities, and then the next week he doesn't. So Adam Gaze is kind of remind me of you know, it's a little uh, iffy. He's iffy. I'm going to call him iffy because you don't know what he's going to bring every week. <laughs> so I think, I think it's on Adam Gaze. I don't think it has nothing to do with, with Robbie or, or Darnold, you know? And, and this is the thing, this is the thing I, I'm saying, you know, like how are you, how do you have a game plan when, you know, in one game where you target Robbie Anderson 14 times and then you have another game, another game where you only target him three times. Makes right. absolutely no sense. Now, right. it is true that defenses do things like take away certain players. But also, as a defensive coach, if I come into a game plan and I have, let's say, 
I have Anderson as a primary target on, let's see, 14 of my plays. If I run two or three or four of them and I see a trend that I see the play, the defense is rotating over towards where he is, wherever he is, and I realize that they're kind of keen on Anderson, what I could do is use that against them, right? You know, use something where I use Anderson as a as kind of a decoy and then run something off of that. This is where this is where he kind of struggles, you know, um over and over again, you know, people that study film say the same thing. And and I am not of the caliber of some of those guys that I constantly read and follow all the time. And I do my own film study, but I'm not of that level. But even I as a novice could tell that one of the things that he struggles at is being consistent at doing one thing. He will, let's say that he will have that play where Anderson runs an over route and he gets open, right? Mm-hmm. A team will see that and then they'll key on the over route. Anderson is somebody that's athletic and fast enough that you could have him run a double move. or And then off of that double move, you could roll Sam over to the double move side and let him throw a bomb. like. Stuff like that. You understand me? And you don't see Gates do it. Or if he does, let's say he does it one time and it doesn't work, he throws it out of his playbook. It's almost like you don't see him do it again after that. Yeah. You know? And that is his issue. It's almost like he he outthinks himself. Mm -hmm. And and, uh, Joe Blewett, uh, uh, which we have had on our podcast a couple times and uh, uh, does TOJ Film Room, pointed that out before Adam Gase set foot in New York, that one of the issues he had in Miami is constantly going away from things that work. It was almost like he kept trying to discover the, t- the, we- the wheel over and over again every week, and it's ridiculous. I mean, yeah, I, was, I'm, I don't know. I, I know Gay's going to be with us next season. The only thing we can do is, is hope is hoping that he learned his lesson. I, that's all we can do right now because as of right yeah. now, you can say, oh, five Gay's, five Gay's, but if the Jets beat the Bills, they 7-9, which was our realistic uh, record. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. so, so, now, so now what? What you going to say? Oh, well, he, he, oh, he had seven wins. He didn't take us to the playoffs. A lot, we I, had a lot of injuries. We had a lot of things that was wrong with this team. And the only thing you could hope for is for the team to get better. And, and Joe Douglas does does what he's supposed to do on this offseason. That's all. Yeah, as much as I just complained about the weaknesses in Adam Gacy's uh, uh, game planning and stuff like that, I, will, I am not for... Uh, I'm not. I don't prescribe to the oh, change the the offensive coordinator because you gave him a full year to run his system. You know, um, you you want the continued development of 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 Sam Donald. And to me, changing his offensive coordinator at the drop of the hat is not does is not yes, really so. contributing to that. So hmm. so I so I would prefer keeping him around. What I would say more than anything as a GM, I would probably go up to him and try to talk him into getting somebody else other than some yes man around him, you know, probably another somebody that's a run game coordinator, you know, mm-hmm. and let him be the pass game coordinator, you know, because it seems like he struggles with concepts that 
you know, that, that, you know, when it comes to the running game. So bring somebody, you know, bring somebody in that's a, that's a, that, that has a, a degree in running game coordinating. You understand what I'm saying? Well, you know, me, and let him and let him design the throwing the throwing plays and let the person design the the the, the running game. Why That's, don't they have the know. offensive coordinator that they have have him call the plays and have? But ha- he's not have, really an offensive coordinator. That's the issue. You you talking about? There's no real offensive coordinator at the Jets right now because Gase is the offensive coordinator. The guy you're talking about is basically just kind of a assistant to Gase. That's it. Right. He's not a true offensive coordinator. He's, he doesn't have – everywhere he's ever been is with Gase, basically running Gase's system. Right. So, so he does – so the one thing he does, I mean, if anything, he does know his system. So that's the good thing. So the system is okay. It just needs – like we said, it needs, needs – tweak. Right. It does. It definitely does. Yeah. So th- that's I, what I would – you know, like maybe Gase being just a head coach. Don't worry about calling the players on offense. Maybe he just needs to – be the head coach and let someone else call the plays on offense and just concentrate I I, on, you know? And, and where I, 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 agree, I disagree, it's not that I disagree, but the thing about being the head coach, I think I, um, be, I'll be a little controversial here. Uh, I, think, I think being a head coach really, we, I, think, <laughs> I think the on paper the head coach is Adam Gates, but in reality in the locker room, Greg Williams is the head coach. If you understand what I'm saying, yeah, maybe. You know, <laughs> I think I, I think the players. It seems to me like the players gravitate more to Williams than it, than they gravitate to him. I I think that I think that part of the of the whole argument that's going on in the media about um, Gates losing the locker room because I think I one of the things I've always uh, 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 watched when people write stories like that is they probably take something that's some very simple. And they complicate it, and they make it, or they, you know, they kind of make it into something that it's not. I don't think that the team hates Gaze, or they don't. For I think they just gravitate more to Williams, you know, because of his personality and the way he is. You know, it's not like they don't like Gaze. It's just like they gravitate towards him more. So there is real leadership, and 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 there's proof to what I'm saying. Um, if everybody was saying how Gaze has lost the locker room, Gaze has lost the locker room. Did you see any kind of play when you watched on Sunday that make that would suggest that he lost the locker room? No, because there's all. real there's real leadership in that locker room. So even if people are not really happy with the way he does things, there's people in that locker room that kind of controls or takes hold of what's going on and the message in the locker room. What's like I said, it goes again. The only thing about the Jets that are, that is not consistent is their offense and that ties directly into Gates, and that's the issue if he could only become a more consistent play caller I think we're not that far away I, I I'm you know I know it sounds like I'm towing the company company line but I just feel like he has the play like people is like some of those design calls sometimes when you look at it it's something some of the best design plays I've seen you know, I wa- I try to watch as much film as possible, and some of this stuff is ridiculous. It's crazy how he comes up with this stuff, but he can't stick with it. The, if he gets to the level where he's he starts to kind of be a little more humble and understand, you know, the to play off of the things that he he needs to play off of, I think I think he could be a better than average 
of OC. It's just that he's a little too full of himself. And, you know, <laughs> it's what it is. It's what it is, yeah. Yeah. Um, I do want to shout out Marcus May, though, for uh, yes. Watt and for the interception. Mm-hmm. Um, Marcus, Marcus May definitely, and uh, Jamal Adams definitely. <laughs> those those two guys definitely bring brings it in, you know, especially Adams. Lord Jesus, Adams all over the field. <laughs> I just I, I, I just wanted to uh, just give it, just give a quick shout out. But yeah, other than oh, other no, you're than right. That, well, other, for for May for Marcus Marcus May actually won that game for us. I, I would if it if, if he didn't have that interception and that batted ball, would have lost the game. And you know what, guys? Here's another thought about for some of the people that are saying that we should fire Gase. If they fire Gase, more than likely Greg Williams is probably going to go too. And that's the one guy I don't want to lose. I mean, unless they unless they try to name him head coach for next season, which I'd be okay with, but. But I don't know if that's the direction they want to go. So exactly. I just think that it's not the direction to, to no. fire, fire gaze at this time until he has until we see what Joe Douglas do when he has a full team with with actual health. Yeah, no, I'm just, I agree. I, I agree with that. I, I was just bringing that up because yeah. of uh, no, nah, but I, I agree with you. You know, like yeah, it's it's just I, I think it's crazy to do that. And plus, you fire him, and now you're going to give Donald another different offense that he has to learn. In his third year, it'll be three different offenses. He's going to have to learn, you know, in and, three and, years that he's here. You, I mean, I think that's you know crazy what the, for... You know what's the funniest thing about that, Chris? It's like I see people say some say stuff like, oh, uh, um, what's so bad about that? Like, um, like he has to learn an offense anyway. Like, <laughs> I don't, I don't understand. Like, unless you, unless you don't know enough football, you don't understand how complicated it is system to system. There's things about system. Just let's say verbiage, which is probably the simplest thing that we hear all the time about football uh, offensive systems. Every offense's language is different. And because of that, just because of that, you're two or three steps behind every time you walk into an offense that you've not learned yet. So, you, so you're walking into, into the, you're walking into um, the season and you're, you have a coach that you've never played with. And yes, you know what a, a inside zone run to the right is on maybe your offensive coordinator from last year is, but communicating that to your wide receiver in that system is totally different from what you would say last year. You understand me? And, 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 and there's a reason for that. So if you don't understand how to communicate that, that's the basic of it. The basics of it, it takes time for everybody to get on the same page. That when you call something, the tight end, the offensive line, the right tackle, the left tackle, the, 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 the wide receivers understand what you're saying. And the running backs, it takes time. So the longer you're all in the offense, the easier it is to call the play. It's easier for you to read things. Because then, instead of, let's say, you see how Donald tries to call protections, right? And he's calling a blitz, and he's calling hot, hot, hot to 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 um Crowder, right? But you can't say hot, hot, hot in every system. Every system is different because for every hot, there's a different route run, and you're supposed to say it in a different way. And then it takes time for them to learn this stuff. You can't just keep throwing the kid into a different offense every year. It makes no sense. And just look <sighs> at and just look at the 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 good quarterbacks in this league, the great quarterbacks in this league. 
how many offensive coordinators they have throughout their there career. You go. Right? There you go. They're all in the same system for a large amount of years. You know, obviously they haven't had just one <laughs> offensive coordinator, but they the do system. less. Right. So you, you got to look at it that way, man. You got to be familiar with the – the more the more you're in a, a system, the more you're going to be familiar with it and the better you're going to get at it. So – and just think about it. He wasn't bad this year. Think about how good he's going to be next year with hopefully an improved offensive line and hopefully more weapons at wide receiver and tight end. Yeah. You know, so yes, it's – Like, like I, I keep saying again, uh, um, people need to get off the fire gates thing, give the – give. We need consistency. Let leave it alone. And Donald is not a bust. So some ridiculous stuff ahead. Yes, oh. he didn't have a good game, but you can't tell me some of those throws you saw are not better than some of those quarterbacks that you've ever, you've ever seen. And I think up to this time in his career, he's thrown 35 touchdowns. The only other QB in Jets history that has more at the same rate at the same time in his career is Joe Namath. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Um, so since uh so so let's just get let's just get the preview game out the way real quick. Um I I will I will say in my opinion, uh, maybe I have different opinions that the Bills are not gonna play their starters uh due to the fact that they out of the uh division and they probably more than likely will play the Texans. I think the Texans won a division. Um and they should yeah, be playing I think the Texans. Yeah. They're locked into the uh the first the best wild you know, the top wild card. That's what the they're Texans is like number four, if I recall. So um, yeah, they'll be the number five seed. They're, yes. they're locked into it right now. So I think you're right. I think uh, yeah. you won't see Josh Allen. Maybe that's what maybe I was saying. Him. So so yeah. how so how the Jets? So basically, how the Jets? Um, even though you know this Bills team team is defense is basically tough. Um, what's the basically in a quick quick take? Uh, what uh, what's the game plan to beat the Bills? Uh, this is this is probably just another game to work on the things in the offense that again that are causing the inconsistent play. Um, I think I think at the end of the day, I think we all know that uh, um, this season is over for both for 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 the Jets and this team. Basically, uh, the Bills are preparing for the playoffs. That's about it. They're not really looking at that game as a serious game. So it's all on the Jets working on the things. That could improve that offense, uh, work, and and Sam Donald working on the things that could make him a little bit more consistent as a thrower. That's it. Uh, there's nothing else to it. And and was it last year that uh, Matt Barkley uh, lit us up, or was it the year before when he was yeah, with Buffalo? Was, yeah, it was last year when the was Terrell, last year. Terrell prior. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. he had that big he had that big game against us. So. Um, Different That's scenario. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You know, these guys are going to be definitely looking ahead to next week against Houston, without a doubt. Um, so this is a game that you know, yeah, it's on the road, but this is a game that the Jets should win. I mean, they they're probably going to be playing harder than Buffalo is. Buffalo just wants to get through that game, no injuries, get their starters out. Maybe maybe they'll play a half or a quarter or something. You know? Yeah. I don't know. You might see that. Just, just to get, like, some work in. So, I, I think they're going to take it easy the whole game. I don't think they're going to come out to, to win the – you know, I don't want, I don't think they want to lose the game, but I think they just want to get in and get out without any injuries. So I agree. Yeah. 
So I, I, I think the Jets should win. I mean, sounds crazy, but I think they should win in Buffalo on uh, Sunday. Doesn't so. sound crazy to me. I no. don't think the Bills are going to please start playing their starters anyway. So yeah. if they play them that long, they won't be playing them that long. Uh, yeah, I don't think so either. I think maybe a half if, if I yep. would, you know, if that, you know. Yeah, it gives them time, you know, one more week to perfect their craft and see who they need to keep, who they don't need to keep, and so forth and so forth. Um, so, yeah, we'll see what happens. But I think just, I think just, if the just do win this game, I think, you know, fans need to calm the hell down because we actually set a realistic record that we, I don't think none of us ever thought they would do, but got to give credit when credit is due. So, um What's the predictions for the uh, for the last for the final uh, game of the Jets? Uh, I I think they're gonna win. I'm gonna put it at like 24, 24 14 They'll win. Uh, I I I go with it. I'll, I'll go with the Jets on this one. I'll go with uh. Bar- Bar- Barkley started. Uh, this is not last year with Ty Bowles. So, uh, yeah, um, I, I will go. I will go with um, maybe twenty twenty to seven. I'm go- yeah. I'm gonna go with the Jets, but I'm gonna have a low scoring game. I'm gonna go with like uh, uh, something like a fourteen ten Jets. So now, now that we got that out the way, let's get into our NFL. Uh, let's get into our NFL news. Um, Odell Beckham, <laughs> back back with Mr. Bipolar. Um, he, he got uh, he got to an argument with the coach, and also uh, I don't think nobody uh, ever paid attention. If y'all did, but um, Baker Mayfield uh, basically got booed. He waved to the fans, whatever, and the fans stick their middle fingers up at him. And it's drama out there in Cleveland. So, um, what what is the quick take on 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 the whole Cleveland situation? Uh, well, the the quick we, the quick take is boom. That's a quick <laughs> take. <Yeah. laughs> about it. You know what? We, we we talked about it right before the season started. This had a chance to happen, a very good chance of happening, and it has. You know, it's 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 blowing up. Um, he's got. I would say you know Mayfield has not had a good year. And it's showing, um, but the whole team, I mean, with the talent that this team has, they should not be under 500. This, this is a lot better team, man. They got more talent there. So uh, the head coach looks like he's lost out there. Um, Definitely. I would not be shocked if they got a new head coach after this year, but uh, it's Cleveland, so you never know. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. It's, it's, a, it's a mess. I mean – even if they try to trade Odell Beckham, what are they going to get for him? You know, they're not going to get what they what they gave up for him. They're not getting so, the first round. No. So is it worth it to trade him at this point? I don't know. Is it worth it to keep him? Or is it worth it to trade him for less than what you got? I don't know. Oh, what you gave up to get? I don't know. It's uh, it's going to be – you know what? They, they got a good GM at least that I know. He's yeah. the guy from uh, Kansas City. So um, Pioli, right? Is that Dorsey. the guy that went there? It's Dorsey. I'm, I'm sorry, Dorsey, right. Yeah. I'm thinking of the other guy. Yeah, Dorsey. He's a pretty good GM. He's got a good, you know, good idea of what's going on. Veteran guy. Um, so hopefully he sees I through. Think, the I think he had high expectations, and and I won't be surprised if, if some things happen out there in Cleveland just because. Yep. Yeah, I know. This I is the – 
yeah, the issue with the Browns is that you don't know what ownership is going to do. That's the problem. You never know what they're going to do. Um, I think I think uh, this goes to show you assembling a bunch of assembling a, bu- a bunch of talented players doesn't make a doesn't make a team. You know, uh, that's one number one. Number two, uh, whoever had the idea of of giving a rookie head coach. Uh, uh, the uh, not only giving him the reins to uh, uh, a team that, on paper, you could tell had, were, had a, a potential to implode, but you knew that 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 you know with the kind of players you have with all those egos that that you needed somebody for stronger uh, disposition to handle, and you're giving a rookie head coach that job. Plus, you're giving him the job of play calling. That's ridiculous in my in my point of view. So whoever had that idea. Uh, either you need to fire yourself, or you need to rethink the, you know, the way you're doing whatever you're doing, because that's that was in, in in my point of view, the fact that we could have uh, seen that coming from a mile away, and you're in the building and you couldn't, uh, that's ridiculous. Uh, as much as I want to say that all a lot of this is Odell Beckham's fault, uh, I know he's always the diva and every points fingers, everybody points fingers at him because of his, uh, his uh, antics. Um, it's ridiculous that you have a talented player of that caliber and he's getting targeted again, like we were talking about uh, on, when we were talking about the Jets. You're targeting that guy like less. You ta- you're targeting the second uh, best wide receiver in the, in, in, on your team more than you're targeting your best wide receiver. That's ridiculous. You know, oh, he was um, targeted six times. Which That's not, not enough targets. Right, I know. That's <laughs> not enough targets. How are you that, having a ta- talented guy like that? You're targeting him six times in a game. Well, just like what we said, you know, there's just too many egos over there. You got but, him and you got Landry, right? Right. And and Landry and Landry can cannot in, in good faith, well, of course, professional Well, he athlete, thinks he's a number one know, receiver, right? right? Professional athlete. They always think that they're more than they, they are. Um, but... But yes, he is a he could get open and all that. But he's not the he's not the he can't be a focal point on an offense. He's not that kind of guy, you know. So 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 again, but that goes that goes back to what the OC is. And if you if you don't have a strong enough disposition to let everybody know who is who, you know. And hey, listen, man, you know, this guy is gonna come in. You know, you know, we know who he is and the talent he brings. And he's going to be the focal point of the offense. You don't even have to say it. in your play calling; it will show, you know, that you, what you who you think is who in the offense. And the fact that Landry gets targeted more than him is ridiculous. It drives me nuts. And um, I think I saw something like uh, somebody on Twitter had a quote of him saying um, that he just they, they just go out there to play football. They don't go out there to beat people. Don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't know what that I, means either. I, listen, but I've heard a lot of quotes from Kitchens that, you know, that I swear, like I could see physical question marks around my head when I hear him talk. So <laughs> whatever, man. This guy is uh, way out of his league. Uh, anybody, whoever gave him that job, um, I don't understand why. You know, let the guy do his OC thing. But I don't see why he was a head he, he was a head coaching candidate for the Browns at all. I don't understand that at all. Yeah, that's why I I don't know. I think there's going to be big changes there, and 
<coughs> I think a there's going to be big changes in Dallas, too. Yeah, we'll talk about That's that, another. too, Devin. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> I think so, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah we, got, we got a couple of things to talk about. Let's, let's love um, Mashawn Lynch possibly signing uh, sign with Seattle before playoffs. Um, how, how, how much of a percent of a chance that would be? I That's think a high percentage. Very good chance of happening. You know, they're down to their, I think, their fourth running back right now. So, so sad. Yeah. You know, they, I think they got three of their running backs on the IR, on the IR That's now. Ridiculous. So That's crazy. Yeah. So, I think with Lynch, I mean, he flew in on, um, he flew in on Monday to go uh, talk to him. So, I think by the end of the week, you're going to see him signed there for sure. Um, uh, you know, and he'll be playing in that game. Sunday night, that's going to be the big game. San Fran at Seattle for the uh, AFC they, West. They and need a, a running back. If, if, uh, NFC if, West. If, I said AFC West. I'm sorry. Right. If that mm-hmm. team doesn't have a running back, they don't have a team. Yeah. As good as, as, good as Russell Wilson is, and you know he's my best friend, uh, you know, mm-hmm. um, they, that offense flows through the run. That's, all they, that's what they do. They, they, they key everything off of the run. Um, um, they have their way of doing things, and they work better when the running game works better. You know, work best, works best. So, so the fact that you have a bunch of injured running backs is kind of uh, you need a running back. You know, and if and if Martian, I don't know the last time he played football, if he's in, you know if he's up to it, but if he could give them any kind of juice, you know, I'd I'd give him a shot. This sure. is the best time. I mean, Beast Mode comes on the playoffs, so I think it'll work out. I think it, I think <laughs> it'll work out. Well, but we'll see. But we'll see what that happens. He, listen, as long as he passes a physical, right? I mean, I, I don't agree. know what kind of. I think that's not a problem with him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, most of those guys. Physical. Most of those guys. They they stay in shape, man. They, you know, they it, you know they you know they were always freaks about staying in shape in the first place before they you know. So I don't think they ever really lose their. Um, their hunger for for staying in shape anyway. So football shape is different though, but yeah. we'll see how that goes. Yeah, that's what I mean. Or game shape too. <laughs> right, exactly. That's, that's going to be tough. But you know what? At least he's got one game before the playoffs. Right. I mean, it's a big it's, game uh, too. Uh, speak, speaking of uh, the NFC West, let's talk about the Rams real quick. And uh, uh, coach, the coaching shakeup. Uh, McVay talking about uh, making some – some, you know, some, I don't know, maybe uh, Wade Phillips might be gone for defensive coordinator. Who who knows? But um, just how, just what what can the Rams do to just uh, have a better season next season? A lot. <laughs> you know what? I think uh, they got to improve the offensive line, first of all. Right? Yeah. Um, they, they definitely suffered from – you know, uh, they lost a lot because of the way you're talking about a team that was built to run the ball. A lot of people always watch the fact that 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 they had all these numbers throwing the ball. The team was that whole offense is 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 predicated on running the ball. That's all, you know. And and we spoke in I don't know how many times we said it this year that that you know that their best player, basically their running back is the one that got the least touches. And we kept saying that over and over again. We kept bemoaning the fact that he wasn't getting the touches. And and the only way, that, the best way that they play is when they give him all those touches. And um, and it's crazy. Um, 
uh, I think I think I saw an article where uh, uh, an NFC um, uh, executive uh, of another team actually said that he thinks watching the tape that uh, McVeigh has gotten a little too cute. You know, he he took away the power running part of that of that offense away, and then he did a lot of that drop back passing where a lot of the um, offense was a lot of play action and 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 all that. Uh, you know, fake orbit motions and all that stuff they do. But, you know, they, he took away a lot of that and he just st- started dropping back and throwing the ball. And that offense is not really about that. You know, I think that, yeah. I think that, that kind of killed Goff's game. You know, you're asking him to do something that he's not. He's better when the running game is run- working and then he has time play action to turn his head, find his reads and, and complete the ball. You know, if you're asking him to just, five-step and seven-step drop and deliver, he's going to be a little bit uh, all over the place. But I think, I think the, the gist of it um, is that their, their numbers fell like crazy from, 2000, from 2018. I think they were averaging total, uh, they were averaging like 32.9 points and 421 uh, yards per game last year. And then they fell all the way to 375 a game and 25.1 points, you know, that's, that's quite a fall, man. You know, so, you know, that's things are just not working the way it is going, they're going. And Chris, you're right. Uh, it starts with the offensive line, but it also part of it is uh, the play calling of McVeigh. It's kind of not, hasn't been uh, good at all. Right. But they, they did lose a couple of guys on the offensive line, you know, and I, yes. I'm sure that's, that was probably, the bigger key, but still, you didn't see them. I think early on, even with Gurley, they haven't ran him as much, even with the the banged up offensive line. I mean, I guess that has a lot to do with it, but they really haven't used him. When when you look at it, he's he's only at seven hundred eighty nine yards this year. Gurley, he's got only two hundred three carries in four in fourteen games. Yeah, that's, you go. yeah. I mean, that's less than that's less than twenty carries a game. So. Agree. I mean that's 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 the key right there. I think um, he got he got till next season to figure out what the hell's going on. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he better figure it out, especially if you want to try to make some changes after one one uh, subpar. I'm gonna say sub. I'm not gonna say bad or good. I'm gonna call it subpar season. <laughs> no, that's it's a perfect way to put it. That's it, a perfect way to put it. Definitely subpar because yeah, you know what? This is a team that went to the Super Bowl last year, so. At the very least, they should have made the playoffs this season. Correct. I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, but you do see a lot of teams that lose in the in the Super Bowl usually, you know, poop the bed the the following year. <laughs> yeah, it's a nicer way to say it, but um, right. They but they they did have injuries on the offensive line. I mean, but still, this is a they team that lost, sh- should be in the playoffs. They, there was one guy they 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 did not resign, mm-hmm. and then there was a guy that retired. That's the two guys they lost. And they replaced those guys with, with younger talent. And when you do that, yeah, you're going to suffer. But but I think if you're going to do something like that, I think it's even, the, it's, even, it's even better to stay with what you do best, you know, run the ball. Instead of trying to drop back and throw in the ball a million times, I think a rookie offensive line would appreciate it more if you keep handing, handing the ball off to a running back because I think running the ball is what those guys love the most. You know, as a, as offensive linemen, you hear you keep hearing those offensive linemen. Hey, man, just give him the rock. That's it. Let's go. 
you know, and um, and they stopped doing that. Like you, like you just said in the numbers, you could see it in the numbers, you know, that they they stopped running the ball, and that definitely had a big impact on the Rams' offense. And this year, they've just been a very inconsistent team, you know. I think we said it last week, you know, like they they're very streaky. They won their first three, then they lost the next three, then they won the next two, then they lost one, lost, then they won two straight, then they lost. Now they've lost two straight. So Again, and, and it's so funny that – and it's so funny. Again, it goes back to what we were talking about, Adam Gase. If you're not sticking to what your, your plan is, you don't have – you have a plan and you're, like, sticking to it. You're kind of working off of what you have, you know, kind of – like I said, you know, you, you run a concept and then you're seeing teams biting off that concept. You run stuff off of that concept and all that stuff. Um that is what that is what the the Rams did so well. They kept running the ball and forcing you to play the run, and then off of that they would do jet sweeps. So now you're coming downhill to tackle Gurley, and then you have Woods running a sweep, you know. And you're like, oh my god, what? Do, and then we're all over the place. You're like, okay, what do we do? We play, we start playing the edges, and Gurley beat us up the middle. So what do we do? We heavy box. You know, and then all of a sudden it's play action and then and then Cooper Cup is beating you wide open down the middle, you know. And and uh, you know, they listen, I don't think it's that I I just think it's a tweak. I don't even think it's that drastic. Yeah, no, they got, of a they thing still they got tons of talent on this team. Man. Yeah, this is you know this is still a and, very good team. And of all the conversations we're having, we're not talking about how about the defense. I think the defense needs work also. I think they need to get help for Aaron Donald up front. I said that last week. I think they need somebody that's disrupted enough so that teams can't just key on Donald that much. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, they need that. And I don't think um, that kid they got from the Jaguars has – he didn't play well this year. I, I don't think his numbers uh, – uh, you know, I don't think he <laughs> – you know, he he did the job he was supposed to do. He was supposed to be the edge – the feared edge guy that would cause people to stop double and triple team in Aaron, Aaron Donald and hasn't happened. And just think, early in the year, remember, like I said, they, they won three straight. And during that three-game winning streak, they beat New Orleans in the second week at yeah. home. And then, if you remember, you remember that, that game at home where they lost to Tampa Bay. It was 55-40. to 40. And then they lost to Seattle and then San Fran, and then they came back and beat Atlanta, Cincinnati. Lost to Pittsburgh beat Chicago, lost Baltimore, but then they came back and beat Arizona, and they beat Seattle just a couple of weeks ago. They beat yes. Seattle, and, and then going into that Dallas game, we thought, wow, you know what? They're hot. Dallas, not so much. And you think, all right, this is when the Rams are going to get hot at the end of the year, go into the playoffs, and then they get creamed by Dallas uh, last week. And then this week, you know, they lost a tough game to 49ers. Yeah, and, and – It's just yeah, a weird team. Yeah, Very inconsistent. Right. Yeah. And, you know, if you can't stay on the play call, calling, the, you know, play calling, if your play calling isn't consistent, the team is going to be inconsistent. And we, and we said that, you know, there was games where Gurley was getting 12, 9 carries, 13 carries, 14 carries, and then boom, there you'd be a, an odd game out of the four or five games where he would get like 24 carries, you know. And then when, on that game where they had 24 carries, you could tell the offense would would switch into a more productive offense. 
You know, I, I just, and, and we kept saying over and over again, the only reason it felt like that was happening is because he might have been injured, right? We kept saying the same yeah. thing, yeah. Yeah. you know? Well, they said, and, remember, it before the Super Bowl, he had the, they were talking about he might have, uh, yeah. So, um, Goff has not been horrible this year. It just, like, his yards, 4,300, but the touchdown interception, 19 to 16. So that's not that's that terrible. Terrible. Yeah, that's, to me, that's guys, terrible. If you have four thousand yeah. passing yards and you're doing and you're having barely right down more, that's this that's terrible to me. And um, think about the receivers too that he has: Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, Brandon Cooks, yeah, Higby. No. You know those guys. I think I think <laughs> for next season, the goal is for McVay to look at the 2018 season and see what works and bring that back for the next season and 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 really get this offense involved. Really get that offense involved and and do what they do best because if not, it's not going to work out. I think Todd Gurley. <laughs> yeah, I think it starts there. Yes, it does, and yeah, hopefully I Todd Gurley will be so. healthy next I'm- season. Yeah, and 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 I, you know, they're saying they're gonna shake up things, and sometimes shaking up things, you can't go too far with this, man. Sometimes you just need, you know, a little thing. Let let's say draft a running back to play back up to him that's as talented, uh, or almost as talented as him, so that you could you could have the run game. You know, you could pound the two guys, and you have the talent already around them. So you know, you know, still play off of what your what you what you do best. You know, mm-hmm. exactly. So, so let's get into this NFL Week 16, and let's start off with these Cowboys losing to the Eagles. Lord Jesus, <laughs> Lord, 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 Lord Jesus. Um, Seventeen to nine. Uh, wow. Um, let's, let's Jason Garrett fire. <laughs> can we can we start oh, off by saying should. that? <laughs> <laughs> I think we said he should have been fired years ago, but he's got to be fired after this year. I mean. Again, another team loaded with talent, and they are still – I mean, how is this team a 500 team? It's just <laughs> incredible. Here, th- this game, the biggest game of the year for them, without a doubt, the biggest game of the year, and the player that you're paying the most money to, right, Elliot, and you are also got all that money invested in the offensive line, and how many carries does Elliot get in that game? In a tight game, no less, 13 carries. I mean, there's something wrong there. How does a guy – I mean, how many times did we – I'm sure you watching it and I was watching it. How many times did I say, why didn't they just run the ball? They're nuts. <laughs> they, they are nuts. It's that offensive I, I coordinator think, in the scheme. <laughs> it's crazy. It is Cooper said it nuts. best. Amari Cooper said it best. Whatever scheme that, that – uh, Kellen Moore, whatever the offensive coordinator name is, um, is running. It's, it's just not name? working out. Kellen Moore, yeah. Think about it. And Amari Cooper, out. here we go. Perfect guy, right? He was targeted 12 times last night. He, 12 he, times. he came out and he said he didn't have the, his best game. Right. And he only caught the ball four times for 24 yards. At least he admit to it. I'll give him credit for that. And, and you're talking about a banged-up Eagles secondary, so <laughs> he should have had a big game. Well, uh, I, well, you remember they said that he was injured. He 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 injured his shoulder, and then you know, Mister um, Skip Bayless from uh, from Undisputed on FS1. I'm not not that I want to um, make an advertisement for anybody, but um, he he you know he's a devout Cowboy fan, and he came out and he said, well, um, um, 
you know, that, that he was, that Dak had to have injections before the game and all kinds of stuff like that. Yeah, so, he okay. was limited so, all week. No, he was limited all so, week, right. So, right. so let me ask you a question, though. If I know my quarterback's arm is not that, you know, on the best side, uh, would my play calling go to him running the, the ball, ball more? 40, 40 <laughs> times a game? Would I want my quarterback to throw the ball 40 times a game? That's no, what, 40, that's 40 plus. Because actually, Zeke had a couple of good, good uh, plays, running plays too, where he got more than 10 yards. Um, right, just, they don't stick with it, Davin. They don't. No. And the thing is, <laughs> makes if they, no sense. they will go, they will run the ball, right? And listen to this. And, and this is the funniest thing about the whole thing. It seems like when they run the ball and and let's say Zeke gets pounded and then they, he doesn't gain anything a couple times, all of a sudden they're like, oh, we're, oh, we can't run the ball anymore. And they just stop. Really? Right. Really? Like, that's your answer for it? Your answer is, oh, we can't do it, so we're not going to do it? I don't understand this. Like, I've never... I, I don't know. That's this, why this is huge. This is there's got to be... Jerry Jones has to make some big-time changes in Dallas there. Get coaching rid of them. Yeah, the whole coaching staff, without a doubt, has to go. I, I wouldn't keep nobody. Clean house, bring somebody in. And you know what? Jerry Jones, I'm sorry, the guy doesn't know football that well. I mean, yeah, he it's does. as simple as that. When That's you have, a sad thing. I don't think he <laughs> knows sorry. it that well because, no, he doesn't. He really doesn't because since Jimmy Johnson's left, what have they done? Mm. Think about it. That's the last why 20 years, they've done nothing. And they've had – this is a team that should be doing better. As much as I hate this team, they should be doing much better than what they are. they got yeah, too much and, talent on this team. Way okay. too much talent. Every talented football analyst that ever walked in, in front of a television screen will tell you the same thing. Mr. Jones likes, his, likes to have his cake and eat it. He likes the attention. There right. is no other owner in the NFL that walks into a cam you know, in front of a camera exactly as the game is over just right. to say something. Mm-hmm. He wants to be the guy. He wants to be the one to say either I, it was me, look at me, look at I created this, that's why we won, you know, and he's the first one. And, and listen, as much as he, yes, he wants to take that, he does also take the heat too. But you're the owner. <laughs> like, stay away and just let the right. football people do this. Why do you, you think, know, why do you think Jimmy Johnson left? This? Why do you think Jimmy Johnson left? He was in the middle of a dynasty with the, with the Cowboys at the time, right? He could have stayed and probably won a couple more Super Bowls. And what did he do? He left. Because he was tired of Jerry Jones saying, this is my team, I do all this, I, you know, taking all the credit. But meanwhile, Jimmy Johnson's like, I'm the guy that came here and made all the big trades, found all these guys through the draft, and put this team together and became the you know this great. And I'm the great coach. What have you done? You're signing checks. That's it, right? <laughs> but I'm just no, saying. No, he's this. also the GM. Remember? Yeah. So. Well, at that time, Jimmy Johnson was more in control. But of course, yeah. Yeah. But now, of course, he is, and obviously, the last 20 years, we've seen them do nothing. Uh, they've they've got they've gathered a lot of talent. That's that that Again, I'll say that. Right. But exactly. that's it. I'm, that's about it. Right. Good. They just coaching wise, he's sticking with Jason Garrett way too long. The guy for should no not reason. be coaching. For no, no reason. No reason. Yeah. Right. 
<laughs> the guy is right. He's he's won what one playoff game in his whole yeah. career, I think, or two. Yeah, it's just amazing. I I do, I don't get it. I don't get it for a guy like he said that that if he knows football this well and he's demanding to win and and all of this, and this guy's just not producing. Wouldn't you say, okay, let me get rid of this guy and bring in a coach that knows what he's doing? He's not going to bring well, in a coach that's that's you know strong willed and exactly. Because then the guy will demand him to get out of his locker room. Right. Because but they'll if, never if, win like this. <laughs> never. Because coaching, coaching is, coaches uh, are very finicky about the messaging, the messaging in their locker rooms. You know, they want to control sure. the atmosphere because they want their, – their job is to motivate their team. And they need to have their finger on the pulse. And if the owner is the dude that has the finger on the pulse, then the coach's job – it's like it's almost like you know you kind of you know what what do, what do you call it when you cut the nuts off a a, pit, a cow or something like that you know what I mean Jesus. <laughs> Ouch. that's what it is man <laughs> that's what it is you know what's the point what's of the point what's the point of having a bull in your in your on your farm and the dude right. has no nuts man he's, oh, yeah he's, exactly he's, he's, you know that's what your quarterback you know, that's what your coach is at the at, at Dallas because it's like what what are you doing? You know, so all you dare to do, you have a game plan or whatever, but you don't you don't get to motivate, you don't get to um rile your players up, you don't get to create through your game plan a culture that you would like to have in your locker room because your owner is the one culture motivating everybody and right. it's crazy. You know, yeah. <laughs> it is, it is. It's, it's, Not to it say, is. shout out to the Eagles though on a uh, big one. Uh, big one for y'all. Uh, uh, I want to talk about this game, the Texans yeah, and the man. Buccaneers. Um, the Texans shouldn't have won that game, <laughs> but of course, Jameis Winston. Uh, he's like he's like a dentist that owns a candy shop store. That's what Jameis Winston reminds me of. I don't know why, but he just <laughs> reminds me. What, what does it remind you? Of? He dentist, is a dentist, a dentist that, that owns, owns a, candy, a candy shop, shop store. If y'all if y'all get okay. what I'm so, saying, so you so so, so, so in other words, you tell like, me he, he he wants that patient to come to come back come back to him. So it's like I give you five <laughs> pieces of candy, fuck up your teeth, and then you come back to me. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> that's a smart dentist. I don't know if that's a smart quarterback. Hey, but that's, that's but hey, but smart, it's not. But to smart. me, but to me, it's not. It's not. I'm just saying, like he, like you're throwing four in this. You throw four interceptions, and you still have a chance to win in the game. It's terrible. To me, it's just terrible. I'm just saying. I don't know, but but that's why to me it goes back to. I think we've said it about the Texans. I, I don't trust the Texans in the playoffs. So, whenever it becomes a big game, you, you just can't trust that team. You know, and, and this is just a great example. They might be getting JJ White back for the uh, the playoffs, though. I did hear that. It still, it still won't make a difference because <laughs> if they play Buffalo yeah, in the first no, I, round, I, they, I, I that, that Buffalo defense in... is something, is something vicious. So, yeah. How many I times think... do we see the, them go into the playoffs hot and oh, this is it, this is the year, and you're then they fall flat in their face? But no, now not they're not. Though. Yeah, <laughs> now they're not. <laughs> Definitely and, not. And and again, another another offense that's very inconsistent. And the messaging the messaging behind that offense is what, because to me, the best they've done this year is when they had when they run the ball with Carlos Hyde. You know, when they run the ball, that offense looked totally different. It creates an issue for for defenses because now what are you gonna do? 
you you you're coming in the game saying that you got I got I got to take Hopkins out of the game, and instead of Hopkins being the one that's killing you, I is killing you, and then and then you got to try to figure out how to stop the run, and then Hyde starts and um, Hopkins starts killing you. Then you're like, okay, man, I got to double team Hopkins, and then Stills is killing you, you know, mm-hmm. and and they, and this is what this is when they're, they're they're at their best, but when they're not running the ball well, they're all over the place. True. I just I just think that the Texans didn't deserve to win that game either way. No, they didn't wasn't play it, well at wasn't all. It wasn't a good game no, um, at no. all. Um, Jameis Winston, he, if if he can perfect his craft, his interception craft, just a little bit, he he'll be he'll be decent. Um, somebody somebody did Evan. say on Twitter, year five, he did it in college. Blah blah blah. He he got he got he got to tweet something. <laughs> I'm okay. just saying. Okay, I'm just listen, saying. <laughs> listen to me, man. Uh, listen to me. People, people act like throwing interceptions is something that you just you wake up in the morning and then you're like, oh yeah, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna not throw four interceptions. This dude has an issue with making decisions, you know, because this is this is playing quarterback is understanding what the defense is showing you, and it's almost like. Despite what he's seeing, oh, he feels like he could complete the ball no matter what. And this is the most weird thing I've ever seen. It's like the you know you don't have the caliber of a Brett Favre, so you can't say oh he's a gunslinger and his mentality and he's just throwing the ball not. up in there. <laughs> you know, you know this dude basically just throws the ball. He it's almost like. There is no defenders. It's like, oh, we're playing in the backyard, man. Just let's throw the ball up. And think you know? about it. He's going to go over 5,000 yards this year, too. Yards don't ma- matter anymore in the NFL. That, that, mm-hmm. That's what I feel like. Yeah. Uh, I, I say, like but 5,000 is still a decent dude, amount, I think. Listen, listen. Okay, how many can, – can you tell me how many times he threw the ball this year? Like, you t- – you, there is no time in NFL history that anybody has thrown the ball that many times Oh yeah, no, I know. I know. It's a different game. You're yeah, it's throwing the ball so many times, and then you and then take into consideration that he has two of the better wide receivers in the league on his team. Oh yeah, and he has a a world class tight end. Like, come on, man! And all he's doing is dropping back and throwing the ball. He will throw four interceptions, like you said, but he'll also throw for four hundred and some yards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Right, he's got 31 uh, touchdowns and 28 interceptions this year. Oh my god, that's <laughs> ridiculous! This should this, this not happen. It's nuts. Man, it's very nuts, but apparently, but apparently, you know, at least they didn't give up. I'll, I'll give I'll give them credit for that. Mm-hmm. Oh, that that defense played their butts off, man. They yeah, definitely that's what took top bowl Houston out of their game. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. That's what that top bowl to still guys. Some guys are just good as coordinators and not head coaches. Exactly. And he is one. There you go. Definitely one. Um, Unfortunately, we get a lot of those. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> Shockingly, we do. Then <laughs> yeah. it's not good at all. Um, no, let's, yeah. let's, 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 uh, good, good game. Patriots and, and the Bills. Very, very good and close yeah. game. <sighs> Buffalo's showing that, you know what? This, and this kid, Allen's gotten better and better throughout the season. And I think he's gotten better quicker than some some people thought. Um, so this team what? might be ready he's next year. He's still inconsistent to... in some in the most important yeah. parts. <laughs> yeah, no, and, he and... he is, but he's 
more but consistent, but he's still inconsistent. Yeah. Right. But he has gotten better. I mean, they've won 11 games, right? Yeah, because of the whole team. And, right. And, and I, I'm not and saying I it's put, all on Allen. And, you know. and I will put it out there like this. Um, I, think, I think one of the things that we did not count on, and I think a lot of people didn't count on, is the coaching staff. Yes. When you have coaching. a coaching staff that has one message and want and does everything they can to do the best in to make him the best quarterback he could be, that is what they've been doing. They've given him so many opportunities to just do what he does best. They're not asking him to do timing routes. They're not asking him to be pinpoint passing. They're asking him to complete 15, 16 balls a game. You know. That yeah. that 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 that's within his kind of game, you know, to do. That's it. They run the ball and they play great defense. That's it. You know what I mean? So I so so I I definitely want to give a shout out to the uh, coaching staff in Buffalo. I know that's our sworn enemy, but that is a hell of a coach, well coached team in mm-hmm. my mind. I'm I think I think if the if if in that game, if uh, um if uh, Allen was a just bit better, uh, we would be crowning a new AFC East uh, champion, definitely. Right. Yeah, agree. Yeah, and I'm, I'm hey. not going to lie. They made a lot of good plays. Especially that fourth that fourth down Brady uh, quick toss and kind of came yeah. and flipped them. Lord Jesus. I was like, whoa, hold, hold up. I was like, let me wake up real quick. Hey, it's only his second season and I think he got a little bit better this year. Yes, not did. many turnovers. Only, he only threw nine interceptions this year, so um, yeah, they do. They don't ask him to throw the ball that many times. They right. don't. They don't go into games and say, "Oh, let's drop back and throw the ball 30 times, 40 times for us." No, because they know that's not his game. Mm-hmm. You know, they 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 cater to him, and that's what you're supposed to do. You know, if you know your quarterback is gonna throw you 24 interceptions, take the ball away from him sometimes. Don't give him the ball all right, the time. Right, Don't make him throw that, it 600 times a, a year, you know? Because he's, <laughs> he's going to throw 24 interceptions. Right, You know, yeah. I mean, come on, man. This is not rocket science, you know? Oh, science rocket, one of them. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so listen, man. Um, but definitely, um, also, I think that was definitely the best game the Patriots played all year, hands down. And they, yes. had, they needed every bit of it to beat the Bills. That you know? was a That was a Patriot... That was the performance of the Patriots that we've seen last year. We haven't really seen it this year, and that's why. But I think, you know, if they're getting hot going into the playoffs, and let me tell you something, this Sunday, they're not taking this Sunday off because if they win, they get the week off. They get their bye week before the playoffs. And they Who want they're that. Playing, they, by the way? They're playing Miami. Oh, well, yeah. yeah no, and and they definitely already. are not. They And Belichick already, I've seen a part of his little speech at the end of, the game to his players and he goes hey next week's a playoff game if we beat the dolphins then we get the following week off so he goes next week's our, our playoff game yeah they they have to win that game because if not yeah. and the chiefs win chiefs gets the bye week and not the pacers yeah and they're home so they definitely want that bye week because they want that home you, game yeah. and then you know then they'll yeah, probably you want you, want, you buy i think i think no matter what happens they're going to be on the road most of the playoffs right well, after the first week, uh, yeah, because then they'll either, uh, yeah, if if they get the bye week, then they'll hold, they'll host the divisional game, they'll host the better team coming into that round. Baltimore will host the 
the worst of team out of, you know, the Buffalo, say Houston Buffalo, let's say Buffalo wins, they're the five seed. And then let's say Tennessee, Kansas City. Right now you put Kansas City in, Kansas City wins. So Kansas City will go to New England and Buffalo will go to Baltimore. And then the winners of those are in the championship game. And it's probably going to go through Baltimore this year. You know, they got the number one seed. So well, they already got they, it. So they rest and they play us, which is but smart. Here's the, here's the thing, too. Remember what we seen Lamar Jackson do last year in the playoffs, mm. right? Yeah. There's going to be a little bit of pressure. <laughs> There's going to be a lot more pressure on that kid this year than there was last year. I agree. You know, because of, because of that game and also because they are the number one seed. They are the best team in the league right now. And, and – and it's and do we know if Mark Ingram is gonna be okay? Because I knew he got they, the injured. They, um, I know he had on the boot, but it said you know the hill. I guess it's the hill. You know, the injury. But he, but they don't, they don't know yet. They said it was like a, a timetable. What was it? So hopefully, yeah. all that rest for the next two. I'm gonna say two weeks. Hopefully, helps mm-hmm. out. Right. Right, because they are they are sitting their starters this week. They said no Jackson. No matter no. when, so that's the only reason. That's the only reason how this, the, the damn Steelers will will win is because the damn Ravens are starting. Putting they hey, you never the know. Bench. The Steelers still might. They gotta remember the Steelers are gonna got are gonna get the Steelers have uh, Hodges as their quarterback this week, right? Yep. I think Rudolph is hurt. Yeah, he's worried. He's out, man. That's yeah, it. Yeah. So and we seen what Hodges could do, which is not much. So no, oh, Jesus, right? And it's at Baltimore this week, or is it in? Uh, Pittsburgh. Um, I think it's. I think it's at Pittsburgh. I'm, okay, I'm going to say. Yeah. I think it's at Pittsburgh. Oh, okay. I want to say. Yeah, I because say, when they played, because the first game they played was at Baltimore, right? No, no, it's in Baltimore. It's in Baltimore. Oh, right, yeah. right. Okay, uh, there you go. It's in Baltimore, so. Yeah. I I wouldn't. I mean, yeah, they're gonna have their backups in, but that's that really doesn't mean much because Pittsburgh is playing with their second and third string quarterback themselves, so. And I think Connor's out too, because Connor left our game. Right. Yes, he did. Yeah. So I don't, I don't think know he's how coming he's back. Yeah. So and and Mason Rudolph is not playing after this week. I think. I think Duck yeah, Hodges. Yeah, yeah. That's and it. that was and that was a big loss for them too against us. We didn't mention that while we were talking about the game, but he went out early in that game and he didn't come back. So that's, well, that's running a, back. Yeah. Yeah, Connor. That's that's big yep. for them. Yeah, so. Um, let's talk, let's talk about this, uh, Titans and the Saints game. Um, shout out to Michael Thomas on breaking the record. Marvin Harrison record. Um, Michael Thomas, very special wide receiver. 100 and, 145 receptions in one year. That's ridiculous, man. That is. That is and he still has one more game strong. to play. That is ridiculous. <laughs> aye, aye, aye. That is, that is just, it's just the thought of that. It just, you know. <laughs> that, again, it shows you how much football has changed. I yeah. mean, a guy one wide one wide receiver has it having that many receptions in one year. Come on, man! I thought we were talking about like ninety or something like that. Guys, have you remember times when guys used to have ninety and that was ridiculous? And now right. I remember guys when the first time one forty. I remember when they first broke a hundred. I thought, oh my god! And like, yeah, is this having you know like? <laughs> and then now it's one hundred forty-five. It's it's just incredible. Yeah, it really is. Uh, shout out to them, but you know yeah. the Titans. The Titans still uh, battled. You know they had a fourteen zero lead at first, and then Drew Brees from them woke up and smelled the coffee. But 
Tannehill still played actually decent. He didn't throw an interception. Um, I feel like the Titans are still fighting. Actually, if the Titans win, if they beat the Texans, they in the playoffs automatically. Shocking. Right. Yeah, man. The, but that, the Raiders are still alive. Did you see that? Oh no, wait, no. I think the they needed. The Raiders are still alive. Um, I, I thought. Yeah, I, I thought they needed the Chiefs to win uh, to lose last uh, um, last night. All right, so here it goes. They they need Chicago, Detroit, the Chargers, or New England to win. They need to, they need to beat the Broncos. They need the Steelers to lose against the Raiders, Ravens. Right. They need the Titans <laughs> to lose against the Texans. And oh they need the Colts God. to beat the Jaguars. They need <laughs> five things to happen to go to the playoffs. Five. Yeah, that's... <laughs> yeah, they they got a long way to go, but I don't see I don't I don't know if the Texans rest their players. I don't see the Titans losing that game at all. I don't see that. Yeah, the Titans, the Titans, man, uh, Tannehill, man, he showed me something, man. Uh, I I you know I like I like the energy in that in that in that locker room right now. I like the way they're playing. Uh, I think they're gonna miss their running back. Um. That that definitely you saw how much that offense changed when he went out after when he got injured, yeah. um, but but still Tannehill held his own man even after There's that. So far so, ways to make points. Yeah. Right. So so um I'm yeah I I I I I think if they make the play I I would say they deserve it I would say they Gosh. because they have played the better ball than a lot of those you know those teams man even I would say they played better football than the Texans coming down the stretch. Agree. Definitely. Agree. Um, but, but yeah, we'll definitely. Uh, we, I but think they lost we, that. They lost that big game, though. Yeah, that was the issue. Yeah. I mean, go. they lost the last two games, but we expected it to be tough. It, it's no. It's not mm-hmm. going to be easy. It's not going to be easy. True. So you know, I just, I, I just wanted to tip, tip my, tip my hat off, my hat off to the, to the Titans. Um, let's. Uh, let's um, play of the week. Who who y'all who y'all got? Ooh. I got somebody that that's kind of out there. I don't think you guys uh was thinking would think of um Chandler Jones, Cardinals four sacks in one game against Seattle, man, and he has nineteen sacks on the season. You know. Mm. That was do you know that, that this, I think we wanted to sign too? Do, Wasn't he a free you, agent? Do you know? I, I I don't think he was allowed to be a free agent. I think I think Cardinals had given him a, an extension. I can't remember for sure today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was what it was. Extension. Some Sorry, something but... happened. Yes, I think they gave him an extension. But do you know that this guy has averaged almost 14 sacks a season since he entered the league? <laughs> Not shocked. This is wow. this is ridiculous. So so do, so tell me again why the why the Patriots um sent him out of sent him out of New England? Why? Because he. He, because he pissed off, he must have did something to piss, to off piss somebody off. <laughs> <laughs> because he is not a scrub. That dude is an elite pass rusher, man. You've been in that league that long, and, and he and for you to have that many sacks is ridiculous. He is like, like he's basically um, gaining on some record um, sack record numbers. Uh, it, again, we we know the deal. Uh, uh, Strahan has twenty two. 22 and a half, right? That's the record. Uh, yes. He would have to have another four sack game this this weekend. To, I don't think that's going to happen. But the fact that he's close to it is ridiculous. Um, well, let's hope he doesn't uh, – the the team doesn't let him get four 
<laughs> like if you remember, remember when Strahan broke the record, they said Brett Favre uh, let him lay down. Yeah. <laughs> so let's hope this doesn't happen this week. You know, maybe if he gets too early, you know, too early sacks, maybe the other team would be like, you know. I could see him getting a record because they play the Rams. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, true. You never know, man. Listen, listen, listen to the guy's stats for that game, man. He had four sacks, six tackles, six quarterback hits, wow. two tackles for a loss, and two forced fumbles. Oh, my God. That's that's a pretty good game. That's, pretty, right? yeah, that's, that's like a good. season for some players. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> pretty good. That's, yeah. that's ridiculous. Yeah, that's definitely good. Well, you got Chris. Um, uh, you know what? I got a couple of guys. I I could have went with one of my Eagle guys. I, I really liked uh, what Dallas Goddard did. Um, oh I, yeah. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Ugh. I hate picking giant players, but I'm gonna. You know what? Between Barkley and Jones, I mean, they were just ridiculous. I mean, I know it was against balling. Washington. Yeah. Saquon Barkley had 22 carries, 189 yards, a touchdown. He also had. Four catches for 90 yards and a touchdown. Daniel Jones had 352 and five touchdowns, no interceptions, no fumbles as well. Ridiculous. Mm. I mean, I mean, yeah, I know it's Washington. Everybody's, you know, like, oh, they're horrible. But still, I mean, that's that, – the Giants at least got that. They got the quarterback. They got the running back. They got a couple of receivers. The defense is a total mess, but – they got something to build on the Giants. And I think next week I was saying it to myself watching the Eagle game. I was like, man, if the Eagles win this game, I'm, they're going to have a hard time against the Giants next week. Yeah, waking up. Yeah, because that was a quite quite the emotional game for them. You yeah. know, wake, kind of coming up. And and to me, this is where um, Peterson makes his bones because if he could get his team to come out and play hard against the Giants again, I think, again, man, I like I keep saying, man, he's – I think he'll be proving his worth, you know. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And you know what? I was look. I looked it up since 2016, uh, 2017, Excuse me, second year in. His, <coughs> excuse me, his December record with the Eagles is ten and four. That's that's world class, man. Yeah, that's I mean, pretty that's good. When, you know what? When when their backs are against the wall, this team knows how to win. Whatever whatever they do, whatever whatever he tells them and. He gets them to, to play well, and they win. So, uh, But I, I just think the Giants, you know what, they want to go out winning a couple of games in a row. Daniel Jones is healthy. Barkley looks much healthier now than he has a couple of weeks ago. So uh, it's going to be a dangerous game for the Eagles. They, but they got to, you know, it's, it's definitely going to be a good game, I think. But um, All you got to do is – all you got to do for me and – the, the, if you allow um, the Giants wide receivers to run down the field, yeah, you'll you'll give them a shot. Uh, um, if you if you're gonna uh, play physical with them, um, um, try to take their timing off and and rush the crap out of Daniel Jones, he will give you the ball a couple times. He'll fumble it a couple times or whatever, you know. Right. So so I so I think so I think the Eagles they ha- they have they could do it, you know. Oh, absolutely. It's going to be a hard fight. Yeah, I mean, they beat them earlier in the year. So, and this is a team that they probably could get to the to Jones because the Giants' offensive line is is horrible. So they should be able to get to him. So they're probably going to blitz the hell out of him. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Right. So, 
Uh, I think, I think, um, I think my pick, well, I have two of them, but my first one is, uh, Kenyon Drake from, from the Cardinals, 24 carries, 160 yards, two touchdowns, two rushing touchdowns. Uh, he had him, had him a great game, especially 80 yard touchdown run. And I'm going to give it to the, the, again, the Chiefs defense. I don't, shout out to the Chiefs, uh, 27 to three, blowout game, Trubisky trash, that is all. <laughs> and and did you see you know what two things like one thing Trubisky now is the all time Bears leader in yardage. Not surprised. Just to show you but he's still garbage. crazy. Well, what can you think about it? The Bears really haven't had a good quarterback yeah. ever. That, that is <laughs> I mean, not even Russ Grossman all Jay Cutler made the cut. Oh my god. <laughs> and that did you see uh what's his name? Um Mahomes, did you see him counted on his fingers? Oh, somebody said, yeah, he's counting how many teams that were that, that has to move, I guess. Yeah, because yeah. think about it. Well, more in Chicago because Chicago traded up to oh, get yeah, past Trubisky, them. right, right, right. And he was counting ten because he he was drafted tenth by Kansas City. So you seen him going one, two, three, four, five. You know, and he's not really like that. But that was kind of uh, interesting that he did that. Okay. I, I've I've said it all over and over again, man. Uh, professional athletes will take any kind of thing and make to use it to motivate themselves, man. You know, uh, you, you know, to play this game, man, you need all the juice you, you, you know, you could, you could get. So whatever, however you create your juice, you got to do it. Correct. Yeah. Exactly. Let's get uh, week 17, our, our last week of the football season predictions. Uh, <laughs> we got the Browns against the Bengals. Uh I'm as bad as the Bengals are, I I, I think you got to go with the Browns, right? I'm, I'm, my, this is my upset. I'm going to go with the Bengals. Wow. The Cleveland has really lost the, uh, oh. the crowd, and I think the Browns mm-hmm. is going to go go with the Bengals fans. And Andy Dalton, Andy Dalton, just like we said, uh, he's playing for a contract. It's at Cincinnati, too. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick Andy Dodd. They already got the number one pick, so a win is not gonna hurt them. And I got the I got the Bengals. Right. That's a big divisional game, though. Big divisional rivalry. Yeah. Well, I I I'd pick the Bengals anyway, anyway, because I think I think the way things kind of blew up in the in uh, after that game or during that game for the Browns, I think I don't I don't foresee uh, the coach rallying his players enough to come back and play an emotional game against a, a against a division rival. So I'll yeah. pick the Bengals. Uh, we got the Packers against the Vi- um, Lions. Packers. Uh, yeah, you got to go with the Packers. Well, yeah, there's the Packers. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Think about, uh, wait, before we go any further, just think about how bad it would be if if that was New York with Matt Patricia. How bad oh he's done in Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> right? Gates, they've won Gates out after, like, week eight. This guy's been there, what, two years now? And he's and he has not a, very good, yeah, exactly. <laughs> to say the least. I, I agree to that. I agree with oh, that. Man, they'd be putting banners. They'd be flying oh, the plane around. <laughs> <laughs> you, can't, you can't bring a New England uh, coordinator out here and think he's going to win games for us. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, charges against the Chiefs. Uh, I'm gonna go with Chiefs, the Chiefs. They Chiefs, they go they, uh, they, they need go that starters, yeah. And guys, you want to bet on how many interceptions uh, uh, Philip Rivers is gonna throw? Oh, Three. Man. 
I don't know what this guy's up to. I don't know what's going on, man. I really don't. Speaking of Philip Rivers, Rivers, uh, he's saying he's not done playing, so I don't know what the hell's going to happen with him after the season. Yeah, he might not be done with football, but um, it it looks like to me, in my opinion, that football's done with him. Yeah. The only thing I could see happening is the Chargers bringing him back for one year, maybe, to, to kind of tutor or whatever if they draft somebody. You know, I, how, how like, is he? How is he fallen to this point? This is the thing I'm saying. It's like it's almost like he's, he's just not heaving the ball up. He's just throwing the ball up anymore. He's not a young guy, you know? you know? and and it makes it and do and you know the years when he used to complete all those passes and all these yard yardage and all these touchdowns. It the throw he's throwing motion never looked ugly. Now with all the interceptions, it just makes the throwing motion look even look even I wonder, worse. maybe he's hurt and he's just kind of like protecting his muscle. Yeah, up. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, we'll find he's out. Got, he's got eighteen interceptions this year. Uh, I mean, uh, touchdowns. So that must be touchdowns. the that must be the most he's ever had. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's bad, you know. And I think he's what four, he's almost forty. He's got to be about 38. He's 38. There you go. <laughs> that was on the nose. <laughs> just time, you know. Him, Eli, they came in at the same time. So yep. maybe, maybe they'll leave at the same time. I don't know. So we got yeah, okay. the Bears versus Vikings. Uh, depends on what happens on, on Monday Night Football. Um, I'd, say, um, I'd say probably the Vikings will need that game, right? Chris? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, um, so I, I, I'd I, say the Vikings. I'll call, I'll call the Vikings. Yeah, y'all got too much high holes for Trubisky. It depends on football with the Vikings anyway. <laughs> and it also depends on the Seattle-San uh, Fran game because they might have a shot at the five seed instead of being mm. the bottom wild card. They might be able to get to the top wild card. But if they beat, Minis- if they beat Green Bay, they'll be tied on Monday night for the yeah. division. Oh, that's why that game would be important. That's yeah. what I mean, right? So let, let's say, let's, yeah, I'll, I, I think Minnesota is better anyway. So we'll, we'll just go with Minnesota. Yeah. yeah. To be safe. Yeah, bust the screen, bad luck, um, you know. But we'll, <laughs> we'll speak on that after the offseason. <laughs> you have to put the Dolphins. It's not bad luck, against... it just sucks. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, Dolphins against the Patriots, and we know who's going to win that. should be the Patriots. Yeah, no doubt. Patriots are going to be out for blood. They want that that bye week, so yeah, they do. Yeah, um, Falcons against Buccaneers. Uh, Damn, Falcons, uh, right? We we've seen probably, the Falcons. Probably, yeah, the Falcons has been a different team every week. Uh, you know, we've seen yeah. them beat San Fran. We beat them. <laughs> we've seen them beat the Saints. But then we've it, seen it, him lose seven straight or six straight, whatever it was. So yeah, yeah I uh, I think I think I'll call I'll say the Falcons. They just they just look like a different team at the end of the season. Yeah, I'll call the Falcons. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, right? They'll be seven and nine, and they'll after after all of the bullshit. Just like just like the Jets, they they'll still I guess have a realistic record and hopefully be ready next season. Hopefully, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. the Saints against the Panthers. Uh, Saints might be. What were you saying? Saints you might have a shot at the one seed. Uh, no, I don't do think so. Nah, they shouldn't be rushing at all. They should be trying to get yeah. a two or a two, you know, bye. They week. want that one seed, man. 
Yeah. I, th- I think they'll, I think they're definitely getting. I think they're definitely getting the bye week. Oh no, they're, they're not definite. Yeah, they're, they're, they'll probably be playing one way or the yeah. other. So. Yeah, I just gotta yeah. go with the Saints. I have to go with definitely. the Saints. Yeah, Saints too on me. Yep. Redskins against the Cowboys. <laughs> this is this is the this is the one of those games where the I, I'll definitely say the Cowboys will win that game because you know it means nothing, so they will win. So uh because I think because uh I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that the other game that we haven't picked yet, that 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 whatever's gonna happen over there is gonna happen and it's not it's not gonna matter what they do, so they're gonna win anyway. That's what they do anyway, right? Right, and they're happening at the same time. That they're both playing at four twenty five. Those games, the they, Philly game they both the, playing at the same time. Yes. Yeah, they moved the, the Philly game fun. to four twenty five. So that's gonna be fun. Yeah. Well, you know what? I don't think they wanted to have like Philly play first, and then if they lost or if they, you know, I mean, they wanted to, they wanted them both to play at the same time, and you know, so I, I you got to go with Dallas, right? I mean, they they got to be washed at home, no less. Yeah, they gotta win. They gotta win. I don't know until until they give Zeke the fucking ball. I'm gonna go with the Redskins. Mm-hmm. I'm going with the Redskins. Another wow. upset. Another upset. Okay. Dang. Um, the Raiders against the Broncos. You know what? Denver's been getting hot a little bit now, and with uh, what's his name, Drew Locke, uh, quarterback, and that I that's gonna be a team you gotta watch out for next year. I think Denver. So I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Denver in this game. Mm, and the Raiders won their last game at uh, Oakland. Yeah, so, they they did win last game, but it don't yeah, matter. I'll anyway. say Denver. I'll say Denver, Denver, man. Yeah, I'll pick Denver, Denver for the hell of it. Drew Locke, Drew Locke has shown like he has a little potential going on. I mm-hmm. uh, need a little bit more of a a, a a sample, a bigger sample, but I I kind of like what I see. Um, Cardinals against the Rams. Uh, you know, I'm going to go with the Cardinals. I, I like Arizona, man. The last couple of weeks, Kyler Murray coming into his own a little bit, and I think next year he's going to be even better. Yeah. Year two. I know he's injured, too. He's, he's he's out next game. Is he out? Oh, yes, I didn't even know. Is. Oh, yeah. maybe not then. Yeah, it was like a serious injury with Kyler Murray. Oh, okay. for what for what yeah, I know? I think it's a, I think it's a, a, a hamstring injury. Yeah. Yes, it is. Oh, okay. Right, right hamstring. Yeah. yeah. Oh, only so a minor, yeah. but it's only a minor strain, so that's good. Right. That's it good news. Minor, so oh, there you go. Oh, so he might play. Ugh, that's a tough game. I'm gonna though. go. I'm gonna go with the. I'll go with the Rams. They'll get their little happiness, but it's it's not gonna be cute either way. <laughs> I'll go with the Rams five. Yeah, I'll, I'll still stick with Arizona. But <laughs> a lot of upsets. Drake, so far. Drake has been playing good too. Yes. Last but games. here's the thing with Drake. I was I was watching uh, Pro Football Talk this morning, and they said uh, David Johnson is still uh, signed for next year at like ten million dollars, hmm. guaranteed. So yeah, un- unless they trade him, that I don't think they they're, they're going to re-sign uh, Kenyon Drake because he's a free agent. Ooh, so and tough. he's doing great with them too. I I I know, man. I I I try everything I do to keep that. Guy. Oh, I agree, he's, man. He's been great with them, but he's playing. Yeah, I don't know. I think he fits the system. That's what it is, man. Fit, yeah. uh, fit is more is is very important. 
Maybe they try to trade David Johnson, you know, because he's always hurt. Mm. Even though he's great too. I mean, yeah, he's healthy. Yeah, he he's one of the better running backs. That yes, is, is very true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eagles against the Giants. I'm I'm going to pick Philly. Philly. Philly will. Uh, it's going to yeah, be tough. Philly. It's going to be tough for them though to beat them at the Melvin. It is. It is. It's going to be a really tough game, man. Because Giants are going to score some points. Yeah, they they do. They. <clears throat> yeah, I I, I got to go with Philly, man. They just they they know how to win when they have to. So. All right. Um, you got the Colts against the Jaguars. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Do, do we have to pick a game? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Shit, we I got guess so, right? Games, right? Uh, yeah. Colts. Colts. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Jaguars Colts. at home. I'll go with Jacksonville. I'll pick home. the Colts. And the Jaguars was terrible against the Falcons, so I'm gonna pick the Colts. Yeah. Colts actually blew out whoever they blew out last week, but yeah. <laughs> um still is against the Ravens. Uh, I'm gonna go I still will go with the Ravens. Yeah, me too. I'll still go with the Ravens. Yeah, Even with their I'll backups. Pick, I'll pick Baltimore. <laughs> uh you got the Titans and Titans against the Texans. Yeah, Titans I go with Titans. So the, yeah, yeah, pick the Titans. Yeah, pick the Titans to be in the playoffs. They they gonna be playing their ass off. And, and our final game, the 49ers against the Seahawks. Woo! That's that's gonna be the game. Sunday night. That's gonna be the game. <laughs> in prime time. 49ers. Man. Yeah, man. Listen. Uh uh. I can I pick uh, against my best friend? I don't know. I no, don't you're not allowed to do that, man. You're not allowed to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm allowed to. I could, you know, yeah, they don't yeah, have yeah. a running they don't have a running game. So, you know, you have to make check, you know, unless mm-hmm. beast mode all of a sudden shows up and he's uh back to the same beast mode that we've seen a few years ago. Uh man, um I the forty ers defense has been kinda kind of uh lack. Yeah. Kind of lax in the last couple of weeks, man. Yeah. Um I don't know. Uh, unless they, ca- I, I, this is a tough. This is a tough pick. I, I'll go with the Forty ers Yeah, you know, my best friend could forgive me for telling <laughs> the truth. Seahawks are banged up, man. With their running backs, they're really banged up, and you, you know, you know it too. That, that their offense runs through their their running game. So yeah, without them, I don't know. Um, I. I I'm gonna go with the 49ers too. It's gonna to be tough though to win on the road in Seattle. That's always a tough thing to do. But the Cardinals just did it, so <laughs> why not San Fran? So I'm gonna go um, San Fran. Uh, uh, gosh, um, I, 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 I thought I'd never do this, but I'm actually gonna pick Seattle to win. Um, wow, Ooh-wee. they just signed uh, what's the nice. name? They just add uh, Robert Turbin and uh, and Michelle Lynch is taking the physical. Um, I'm I'm thinking I'm think they they'll have two they'll have at least two running backs so I'm actually gonna go with Seattle on this one I'm gonna pick Seattle. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. All right. How you doing? I like it. I like it. <laughs> so that's it for our podcast. Please follow us on uh, Twitter, Just Fans Podcast, Instagram, and why Just Fans Podcast. Uh, like you wish you and your fam, you whoever's listening, you and your family a happy holidays, Merry Christmas. Yeah. Happy Definitely holidays, man. everyone. Happy holidays. Man. Definitely. Please, uh, please give us a listen out to your friends. Uh, please keep keep up with the reviews. Uh, we definitely hearing your reviews, and we definitely looking at y'all uh, feedback. 
um, as, as we're not going to do nothing but get better. And we definitely appreciate y'all um, coming and out of this up, year. <laughs> hit us up on Twitter on our personal accounts, too. I'm at CP7NY. And Charmin, oh, yeah. you can say yours. And Adam. Yeah, at, at Charmfield. Uh, I, I can't even say, <laughs> say what it is. <laughs> at Charmfield, I think it's 341, if I if I Yeah, recall. 341, right. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I have to remember everybody's uh, th- account name. Th- and- thank you, Davin. <laughs> thank thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome. And Maz is Davin. At Maz is Davin. NY, the number two, MD. Uh, MD stands for Maryland. Um, but yeah, again, it's Davin, NY, the number two, MD. Um, next year, we, we, we're promising better, 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 a lot of better things. Um, it's only going to get better for us. But until next week, we're out of here. Taking flight. We out. Take Take flight. flight.